Welcome to the Radically Embodied Love Podcast. Get ready to enter the portal of your cosmic heart so you feel bliss, joy, and union within. With each episode, you will learn practical ways to embody love in your life so it is felt and experienced. Co-hosted by Nasreen Barbeck and Jessica Falcon. Here we are for episode six of the Radically Embody Love podcast with Jessica Falcon and Nas Barbic. And we're so excited to be with you here today to talk about the power of words. And they're often something that we take for granted. <laughs> we speak all the time <laughs> and we are not always conscious of what words we're speaking when we're speaking them. And so that's what we want to highlight and bring importance to not only the words that we are actually vocalizing out loud to another person, but also the words we're speaking to ourselves in our head. <laughs> so the things that we're telling ourselves, the things, the thoughts we're having, all of these carry energy. They carry vibration. And we are then attuning to that vibration of those thoughts, those feelings, those words, whether we like it or not, because that's how energy works. That's what quantum physicists have showed us. And so for me, I just want to start and we'll go into this and take this a lot deeper. And there's a lot to play with here. But for me, I just want to start by saying that really connecting the heart to our throat, the heart to our words, the heart to our thought, the heart when we start attuning to the power of the heart and love, then our words and our thoughts and our feelings begin to acclimate to that vibration of love. And so we start to become more conscious naturally when we begin to open our heart more consciously. And then when we're speaking, we're aligning our words to love rather than speaking in habit, rote speech, rather than using blame or shame or guilt or all the things that come when we're not actually rooted in love, when we're not actually in our heart, that's where those things come from. And so that's my big opener NAS for how I feel we can start to shift the power of our words to align more to love is to begin to align ourselves more and more to our heart space. And I'm happy to talk about more details, but I want to hear your response and, and your own thoughts on that first. Yeah, I think as you said, words are the foundation, meaning that they're building block of our language. And language is actually an expression of who we are. So when we're present in that, meaning we just don't throw out words without recognizing that each word has a force. It actually changes our vibration. And we can easily test this. When we say words that are not so uh, pleasant, our body contrasts. It's like we can feel it in our body, right? 
And when we, as and that is the car, we are, as you mentioned, we are not aligned with our heart, which is expression of who we truly are that comes from love. And so paying attention to the words that we use, it has a significant result in our way we feel because words leads to our thoughts and thoughts leads to how we feel, right? And then we take action based on that. So I think, you know, uh, I read a book, uh, The Four Agreement. I don't know if you have read that book from Don Ruiz, and it's one of my favorites. That's, that was a few years ago that I started me thinking about the words that I use and how conscious I am when I just, you know, in my conversation, the words I, I, I use. His very first agreement is be impeccable with your words. And there he talks about the power of words and how each word has an energetic charge to it. And since I read that book and made a conscious decision to change the way I thought, I noticed the difference. And I want everybody to experience this for themselves. What I notice most of the time when I start a conversation and I would ask the client, what do you want? They always start telling me what they don't want. This is so common. And we are where we our attention is. If our attention is on things we don't want, energetically we attract more of that in our life without knowing. But changing the language to the result-oriented language, meaning we focus and we talk about what we are trying to create in our life. What Talk about possibility rather than lack. That makes a huge difference energetically and as what we actually create in our life. Absolutely. Because when we are hearing and focusing all the time on the negative, it's hard to feel and experience the positive. And I think it's the same in conversations and relationships, be it family member or partner or friend. We really are impacted by the words and the tone with which someone speaks them. And often I, because I'm so sensitive, particularly to energy, I will feel the tone of someone's speech more than their words. And I tend to respond to that more than I do the actual words. So like somebody could say something like, oh, you're so nice, or you're so nice. Right. They have a completely different meaning, a completely different energy. And we're going to pick up on the energy. We're going to pick up on the undertone. And so even with respect to what you just shared around, okay, well, what do you want? Right. Like if we're trying to affirm in our mind what we want, we have no feeling connected to it, no actual soul desire, no heart opening, no joy. Well, we can say those mental affirmations all day long, but they do nothing because we're not involving the rest of our system, our energy body, our emotional body. And 
when we keep this in mind, we begin to really get to the power of the word, which is not so much the word itself, but the energy underneath the word. Because when we speak, we are speaking with our energy. We are speaking with, as you said, our subconscious mind. We're speaking with our feeling state. And that allows us, our words allow us to see what are we actually believing? What are we actually feeling? We might not be aware of it yet, but our words show us that deeper self that we then get to, oh, I just said that thing that hurt that person. Did I mean to do that? What's within me? What can I look at? Or, you know, really seeing what words and thoughts we're saying to ourselves, being radically honest about them so that we can then consciously shift them to what we want to be saying, not to what we're habitually saying. And so when we start to focus on our words, it could be a practice that you do Say, give yourself one week, because I love how you said, Ness, that you want people to really experience this. So my suggestion for the listeners is that you give yourself a week, make it three days of a week feels like too much. And during, say, that three day period, you watch every word you speak, you watch every thought you have, you watch every, every mental word, whether it be spoken out loud or internally, and you watch and you observe without judgment just completely sitting back like a scientist watching. Maybe you take notes, maybe voice record, so that after that three-day period, you can look at what you've written down or recorded and go, oh, so this is what I'm believing and feeling and thinking and experiencing. Have I been aware of this? Is this what I want to be thinking? Or is there something I can do to replace these thoughts, to work on my emotions, to heal a wound, to be more conscious of the life I actually want to create and not the one that I feel like I'm subjected to? Something you said, Jessica, that is uh, intriguing and made me think as you said it. You said, is not the word, is the energy behind it, meaning if I am conscious of my frequency, my energy, right? And I am aligned with that love, then it has to be in the words that I'm choosing automatically is gonna be uh, words that are empowering, is towards possibility. It doesn't come from fear and lack because I am in that energy, right? So that's one. That's a great way. I never thought about it that way. That so you can either focus being consciously aligned with that heart energy, right? Or if we are for, because I know for a lot of us the words we use is a habit. Right. So it's like being conscious of the words that we use and see when we change those, how it changes our energetic, uh, you know, the energy of our words, of the energy of our ourself, our emotional body. Right. So either. Do you know what I'm trying to get at? 
So it's interesting. I never thought about it. So if I am always in aligned with my energy of heart and love, then it has to come. My word that I'm choosing is going to be the words that are expanding me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I can also train myself by being conscious of the words that I use and see if it will change. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that that's, I'm so glad you highlighted that because what we're really now highlighting is the difference between are we changing the root of what creates the words we speak or are we focusing on the symptom? Mm -hmm. And when we're just looking at the thoughts and the words we're speaking, we're investigating. We're looking at the symptom of a bigger disconnect from our heart, from our truth, from our soul, from ourself. And so when we actually begin to really nurture that relationship with our heart and spend daily time cultivating that relationship, amplifying our own connection to love intentionally, then my personal experience and what I've observed is that it does automatically, without effort, shift the words we speak because we are in a different energy. And the heart, when it is something that we cultivate presence with on a moment-to-moment -moment basis, it doesn't want to say the words that might be blaming or hurtful because it hurts the heart to say those things. I know I've experienced that, like in like, for example, a past relationship where I would feel really angry. And if I would want to say something like, oh, that really got me, right? And I want to say something hurtful, but my heart hurts. It's like, oh, no. And then if I close my heart, I could say it. And I could start to sense that, that energy shift within myself. I would almost have to like close to love to be able to say the word of spite. And, and so that's really taking it to the root cause of, am I connected to my heart? Am I honoring self and other? Am I speaking truth? Am I in alignment with love right now? Am I in my heart? Am I thinking first? Am I reflecting on what I'm saying? Am I aware of what I'm saying? Am I choosing to speak? Because speaking is a gift. And when we are cultivating that presence with our heart, for me, I trained myself for a long time not to speak automatically. Speak from the heart so that I'm consciously aware of every word that comes out of my mouth. And when we can really do that, then we are not controlled by those habitual thoughts. We're not controlled by the old patterning, by the words spoken to us, maybe growing up or by others. We're not simply repeating old information given to us. We're choosing, we're conscious, we're cultivating the new we want for ourselves when we do that. I love that. I think it's one level deeper than just focusing on the words that we use and try to change them. Because as you said, that's symptoms, but the root cause is that we're just, our state of being is not in joy, is not in alignment with who we truly are. So, uh, and that leads to the chatters that we have in our head, right? Just like paying attention. Um, 
And if we are in that state that we are aware, we are connected with ourselves, which we talked about in our last episode, we um, had a conversation about how we can connect with ourselves. But we, if we are there and we tr uh, truly aware which mindfulness comes, right? We're mindful full of that. Um, then we can also pay attention to the chatters that most often we are not even aware of um, and how that affects us as well. But it, again, I think as you mentioned, uh, paying attention to the a state of being that we are can actually help us with all of that in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the state of being and underneath that state of being, if we find, for example, that we really want to say something mean or judgmental, then it's like touching the heart and saying, hmm, okay, what am I actually feeling here? Because probably we're feeling hurt wounded angry right resentful bitter afraid of something and then instead of saying that maybe angry spiteful thing in response we can go oh okay what am i actually feeling i'm actually feeling really hurt this person's not hearing me so what if i practice saying that what if i practice opening my heart and exposing what's inside instead of closing it to hurt and keep out. Because often when we are saying those not so nice things or habitual things, we're actually closing our heart to keep out hurt, pain. Mm -hmm. And so the more we cultivate that relationship with ourself, that love, that I can open to another, and this is very deep work. I'm certainly, as you know, this is what we both coach people in. So certainly we don't believe that this is something that can be happening overnight because this can be really deep work to cultivate this level of awareness and empowerment, but to really go, oh, this is something that I really need to see within myself, this desire to hurt another because I've been hurt and why and go deeper and take it deeper into pain into past experiences and to fear really spend that time getting to know the depths of what's actually coming up because so often we just stay busy or we focus on the external instead of really looking at oh this is coming up because of a much deeper issue that I need to spend time with, cultivate time with and get to the root because otherwise we don't ever actually heal it. If we don't get to the root, you know, it's like if you have a weed in your yard and you just cut the weed every year, it's growing back because you never actually pulled out the root of the weed. And for a while, okay, say you got the root, but for the next year or two, all of the little pollen spreads it did, you still have to get out those roots too because that one root created, it flew around like the weeds do and it, and it created more plants. So for several years, right? That's why it's, it shows us, earth always shows us, it always mirrors our own experience with ourselves. that, okay, yeah, you get to these roots, but then there are more roots that create, that are a result of those that we still pull out, we still work through until, okay, they're gone. 
And then now only what exists are the seeds I've planted, the thoughts I've planted, the energy I've cultivated, the, the feelings I desire. That's why you were saying the tone matters. If you're saying the same thing and the tone comes from your true, if you're really saying it from your heart, right? Or you're just saying the word without actually being in your heart, meaning you are still in fear or you don't truly believe it and you're just saying the words, which affects the tone on their tone for how you comes out. And when you're really in it and comes from love, then your tone is different. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think for me, that's why often sometimes it can be really hard because when I hear the difference in tone and words, often the person speaking has no idea yeah. that they think they're saying something loving, but that's not the tone I hear. And they may have an internal disconnect between what they're saying and what they're feeling. And as sensitive as I am and as sensitive as I imagine a lot of our listeners are, we can feel we don't really mean that. And to them, they're like, no, I do. I feel it's not actually coming from your heart, right? Like we mm -hmm. can feel those undertones, whether the person is conscious of it or not. So if we become that conscious of ourselves. Then as you stated earlier, we get to come into more alignment mm -hmm. with we're really in our integrity when we speak because mm -hmm. we're speaking with all of us yeah. <laughs> and we're able to, to know where is this really coming from? And when we're in that love state, even mm -hmm. if we're saying something really hard to hear, it can be so much easier to digest because yeah. we feel it's coming from love. We don't feel it's coming from condemnation. Like I'm thinking about an example of, you know, if somebody says something to me, like a uh, criticism, but if they're saying it with love and like, beautiful, I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to take that in because I know you're saying it with love. Mm -hmm. I'm always wanting to improve and be aware. But when it comes from love, it's so much easier to take in when it comes from condemnation. Then I'm like, oh, I immediately want to push it away instinctively mm -hmm. because that hurts. And I see that you're not loving me. I don't feel that you're holding me in love when you say that. And so I immediately want to defend myself from it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think we instinctively respond to these things mm -hmm. based on the tone and the actual feeling state of that person. Yeah. So the intention behind that matter. Absolutely. Right. So maybe we can, you know, pay attention to or even contemplate for a moment. What is my intention when I'm having this conversation with somebody else? What is it that I want to convey? Do I want to convey that I'm caring, I'm loving, right? And then when then we put our attention to that, creating more of that love and compassion, and then have the conversation because we are, are attention is now on that love and compassion then hopefully our words would really convey that because now we are aligned with the intention of what it is you know trying to accomplish in a way in that conversation before we even start that conversation yeah exactly yeah and the only thing I would add to that that I thought of when you were saying that is because you know you're saying like 
when we go to the conversation, how do we show up? Mm -hmm. For me, I would say, I would add in, am I speaking my truth? Mm -hmm. Because when we speak truth, we're always speaking love. However, what I often see out there <laughs> um, is people saying, well, just speak your truth. But it's right. actually coming from a defensiveness of, all right, speak your truth because you don't care. And it's okay if you hurt other people, if you speak your truth. And I don't resonate with that teaching because yes, absolutely speak your truth. And if it's really your truth, it will come from your heart and there's no need to defend. And so speak your truth from your heart, have the intention to be in your heart and to speak with love even if you know that that truth might hurt because you are aware that that could affect the other person because that's what I know I personally want to really hone in on as we wrap this up because I know we're trying to keep our conversations a little shorter because we could just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk all day um, is that our words have so much impact and it's easy to just spout words and forget that often we remember and we really can be affected and impacted by the words spoken to us, even when we don't want to be right. Even when we try to have a tough, thick skin, the reality is we are all affected by each other and words hurt. That doesn't mean you have to take it in as your truth, right? It doesn't mean that you have to um, let it affect you in the sense of who you are, but it's still going to affect you because we feel. When our hearts are open, we feel. And so being aware that your words do affect others just as they affect you when you're thinking them and saying them. And so that awareness in and of itself can create change. It's like the observer effect in science. And also cultivating that relationship with your heart and with your deep truth pulling that truth up into your heart, speaking from that place is the key. Well said, Jessica. Um, one thing that you mentioned, which I think maybe it is the, something that we start with that and we can't do without it is being present, conscious and mindful and not turn to our automatic reactions so and pause if we need to before we say something. And also at the same level, we be cautious and aware of our own self-judgment and self-talk within ourselves. Um, so, yeah. The Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've loved this conversation because it really is such a, it's so important in a world of social media and news and all of these things where people are always saying things and even reading something can impact us. Mm -hmm. And so just being so mindful and aware of our power every time we speak is this coming from a place of truth and love. Yeah. 
Yeah, as you mentioned, you know, these days, unfortunately, you see a lot of this. And I always wonder, do they even think before they put this comment down, the effect they have, these words, and whoever is reading this? Um, and most of the time, they don't. I think they don't even pause and think one second. It's like, how is this work going to affect somebody else? Um, and as you mentioned, are we coming, you can speak your truth, but are you coming from love and compassion or there's anger and resentment underneath? And that is exactly how it shows. And I think people are receptive when you're speaking your truth with love and compassion. But when there is resentment and anger, then it shows up differently and nobody wants to listen to that truth. Or express the anger from your heart. But do the work first. Yeah. yeah. There's so much we could say. Let's have a whole other podcast on that. (laughs) (laughs) I think in a way you process it first before you put it out there. If there is anger and resentment, right? That's part of you. And I mean, it's it's just that we need to sit with it ourselves first before we put it out there. Or thrust it on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jessica, for another great conversation. I I absolutely love my time with you when we talk. And I learn every day. Uh, and today, what I learned was I never thought about it in a way of um, the root cause is how our heart is open or not, right? If it's like focuses on love or is on fear, that. That's how we choose our words. So we can, the deeper work, um, we both, as you mentioned, know that is is a deeper work. It doesn't happen overnight, right? And it does need some attention and some work. But if we achieve that, that be able to have our heart open fully and speak from love, then we don't have to bother, worry about the words because they're going to come out right. <laughs> but meanwhile, it's not a bad idea to pay attention to the words we choose. <laughs> mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect way to wrap up. And I'm so grateful as well. We always get to take this so deep and it's so much fun. So thank you for doing this with me. And thank you to all the listeners for for listening and desiring to be aware, desiring to come into your heart. That's why you're listening. This is open the portal of your cosmic heart. And and it's not an easy thing to do in a world that tries to keep us away from our heart. Mm-hmm. And you doing it is really courageous and brave. Yeah. And if you benefit, please share with your friends. And don't forget to leave us comments. We would love to read your comments. And if you have any question or any subject that you would love us to talk about please just put it there and we'll pay attention and we would love to talk about things that interest you as well yeah we read the comments and we'd love when you can subscribe get notice of new episodes definitely let us know what you want to hear we'll take it in we'll talk about it so you have that power of your words (laughs) (laughs) bye everyone bye